Welcome to episode 129 of the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jordan, and this week we've got me, Jamie. I'm glowing from my light, just like my heart is a glow. Aww. And Nick. Poggers. This week we're taking a look at And in Darkness Hearts A Glow by Wise Blood. Wise Blood. Wise Blood, released in 2022. Really quick, if you want to keep up with the show, you can find us on Twitter at List Up Podcasts, on Instagram and TikTok at Listen Up Pod. That's where we'll make any announcements regarding the show or merch. Speaking of which, if you'd like to support the show, you can find merch at interestpointproductions.com or at the link tree on all the socials. So regarding this selection this week, Nicholas, why did you choose the album for us? <laughs> well, uh, for I think you like mostly said the album title right, but... You, I like, said in uh, and in darkness hearts aglow. I think it's and in the darkness hearts aglow. Well, that was I, not on the script. Sorry, sorry. Uh, screenwriting difficulties. We uh, we forgot to revise the first draft. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, Natalie. Sorry, Wise Blood. Sorry, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we love you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's a shame because I actually I also have people out here who might through my Instagram. Finally, check out the podcast as well. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, oh, baby. And chip. Well, before we get down to brass tacks, mm-hmm. uh, I did. I, I hinted to you fellows that uh, shortly before we recorded this, I had one of the worst dinners that I've had in a long time. Yeah. And, yep, yep. Um, that's purely because it actually wasn't that bad. It didn't taste that bad. But Arsa, I was, did you cook it? Uh. Well, not really. Like it, it was just like microwaved stuff up. Like it was just leftovers. But it was okay, and it was like a cleaning out your fridge meal where I mm-hmm. ate uh, I ate a quarter of a Costco cheese pizza. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, a lot of Brussels sprouts that okay. uh, I had um, <laughs> that had garlic, olive oil, uh, parmesan, and lemon juice on them. Okay. They were good, but you know. They were like a week old. I was just trying to get rid of them. Okay. And, uh, so they're probably a little soggy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they they lost the crisp that uh-huh. uh, that comes with the the freshness of them. Okay. And then um, uh, but before all of that, as a little as a little um a mousse bouche, a little uh appetizer, a little anti antipasto, mm-hmm. um, I had uh two peanut butter crackers that I made with saltines and Peter Pan peanut butter. And uh, oh. yep, it was it was quite delicious. Um Okay, okay. Yeah. I went for a little run for the first time in a while and I was really hungry right after I got back. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I like so. it. I know I'm I'm fucking starving right now. <laughs> I'm not used to like having an active person's metabolism. Is is your mouth are you salivating at the thought of my peanut butter crackers, pizza and Brussels sprouts? No, I don't even really like peanut butter crackers. I think no. they're kind of overrated. No, I'll go. I'll go. Kirkland I think- cheese pizza, though, I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling that, you know. The, the Kirkland cheese pizza, it's like, it's good. Is it like, like the ones you buy in their like refrigerator section and then just like heat up? I don't. Or did think you buy so. like from the like food court? No, no, no. I, I, um, yeah, it wasn't that one. It wasn't like the. I didn't buy like a full yeah. like ten dollar pizza or anything like that. I, right, I bought it's a, like the ones you buy from like the the fridge area or whatever yeah I, I forget if they have like a like big pizzas like harris teeter has where they have like 
pizzas that they make in their deli or something like that. But I bought like I'm the, sure that they do. They might, but I bought like the four pack of cheese pizzas that are just like Red Baron pizzas. Okay. Oh, okay. oh, oh yeah. okay. But they're like Kirkland brand. I love Red Baron. Are they good? I've I've seen them in Costco. And I've thought they're, about they're pretty good. Some, Next time I'll probably get a the pepperoni, but I just got the cheese this time. But they're like they're they're a hell of a deal, and they're still better than DiGiorno. So. I mean, everything is better than DiGiorno, yeah. except Poutinos. Oh. I thought DiGiorno does delivery, though. People, uh, dude, it's I don't not know why, delivery I don't know why people think that. I think people who love DiGiorno over any other brand are brainwashed. <laughs> it's fully the propaganda of their commercials because that shit is not very good. It's just like bad deep dish pizza. Ugh, yeah, like yeah exactly. Dish. It's like the thickness of deep dish, but like not got the, any of the crispiness that comes with deep dish. It's just bready. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, that was the that was my anticlimactic dinner. Um, I also had a uh, um, Zach left these twisted teas in my apartment, and um, oh, yeah, and I, I thought I never had them, but I thought they were just twisted teas, and I was just gonna pour them out. Well, I was gonna try them, and then I didn't think I would like them, and I was just gonna pour them out in the sink. But they were they were half and half twisted teas. They were like Arnold like Palmer Arnold twisted Palmer's? teas. Ooh. And those shits. That sounds good as fuck. It was delicious. Because <laughs> I, I, so White Claw's teas, terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. But Truly's teas are fucking delicious. Really? Okay. Yeah, dude, that's what, that, like the, probably the entire last like six months we lived in Raleigh, that was my go-to like. The what teas again? Like, for parties and stuff. The Truly Twisted tea, like the Truly's version of Twisted Teas. Uh-huh. Um, and that's probably, they're not really like a winter drink, so I haven't like had them here. But that'll probably, I'll get back to that with like uh, the summer, like pool season and stuff. I could, I could see myself, like, I could see myself slamming some Twisted Tea half and halves because like, it's, it's I much. I mean, that sounds good as fuck. I love Arnold Because Palmer, they're not so. carbonated, so like you can just chug right. them. Yeah. And like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the big difference for the truly teas and white claw teas versus their regular ones. But white claws flavors like aren't the good. tea flavors. Yeah. yeah. Like I love regular white claw. They're by far my favorite standard seltzer. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, they've got tea now. It's about to be fire. She was terrible. <laughs> but the truly teas, especially the raspberry and the peach. That I remember uh our our friend Sarah and then our friend Gonzo. Gonzo has been on the show before. Mm-hmm. We would like slam their uh, the truly teas whenever <laughs> we'd have it for like uh, like house parties in Raleigh towards the end. Interesting. I was like, it's nothing like a like. Right when I first started drinking, uh, I was like, I was like, I've got to buy these things that they used to sell so when you at were the like, grocery store that I like worked twelve. At. <laughs> yeah, uh, when I back when I was ten, and my uncle handed me my first beer. <laughs> uh, <no>. um, <laughs> He's like, yeah, we gotta get, we gotta get this. Uh, yeah, we got Turn that gene, gene that runs in the family. That's gonna really, really just cement this into your brain. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we we think you're gonna, we're you're gonna have a good time with this. So yeah. you might as well start now. You're gonna love it too much later. Um, it's gonna be a lifetime of enjoyment. <laughs> uh, no. Um, yeah, I got these things called not your father's root beer that were like, <laughs> like. As one of the first things I ever drank, I was like, these aren't bad. And I think back to how they tasted now, and I'm like, why do people like those? Like, Interesting. You, you, should just, yeah. you should just pour it's rum. Like, it's like one of those, yeah, it's, it's one of those weird, like, hipster things where they're like, it's like a novelty thing that, once again, the propaganda works on them. It's uh-huh. not actually that cool. They're just like, ha! Oh! 
I mean, I guess I some like people like packaging's like some, some, modern and sleek. Yeah, some people like root beer that much, though. You know. Well, well, yeah, but if you taste it, Nick's right. Like, if you taste it, you're like, I think this would be better if I just made a rum and coke, but like with root beer and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, like any any sort of flavor that they specifically have is just like it tastes like they I'd put rather get like. Yeah. It tastes like they put like vodka in it, like too much vodka in it. Like maybe yeah. if you put a little bit of vodka in root beer, you might not be able to taste it. But like right. if at a certain point you're like, oh, this should have been like something like with more vanilla y flavor. Yeah, but it, but it's not vodka in it, it's something else yeah. because they can sell it in grocery stores in North Carolina. But Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, I I don't know. You should just any sort of like dark soda like coke or dr pepper or cheer wine north carolina rep north carolina cheer wine uh cheer wine and like captain morgan spiced rum oh my god i try and spread the message of, of cheer wine and coke but it's the so hard news. to do out here because no one has the cheer, cheer wine, wine. And, and all of our friends they're not no one's from denver but none of them are from the southeast <laughs> yeah. i can't That's like really funny. express to them it's like people are from like the Midwest and like New York and like the Pacific Northwest. So it's like all over the country, but no one from like where I can relate like Bojangles, Cheerwine, Cookout, shit like that. Yeah, No one gets it. <laughs> I, was, I, I, was, the, I was telling Zach uh-huh. about this yesterday that like he said he doesn't yeah. really drink much soda anymore. And I was like, yeah, me too. Like, like I definitely don't keep it in my apartment. I might get it sometimes if I go out or if I get fast food or something. But like, uh, I was like, but if I go somewhere and they have cheer wine, I'll probably get that every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just my kryptonite. True. Yeah, dude. Nothing better than Mario's two slices of pizza with the house salad with the cheer wine from Oof. the fountain. Oh. In in, in Louisville, Clemens, yeah, North I love, Carolina. I love Louisville by the Fucking by the big old car wash right next to it. Yep, my big my big old uh, <laughs> quality mart and car wash right there next to Blue Oyster. Uh, full moon oyster full moon bar. Oyster bar. Full moon. As a kid, I used to always have to think about that because full moon oyster bar and the blue moon oyster cult. In my mind, there was like a <laughs> somewhat connected neural path uh-huh. for no reason other than. Oyster and Moon are in both of them, but Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult, incredible song. Yeah, I mean, dude, I don't fear the Reaper. Still, like an incredible song. song, Burning for you, incredible song. Burning for you is even. Yeah, I think for the second week in a row, I have yet another tattoo added to my arm. Uh, This one was only twenty dollars, though. On your on your Georgia O'Keefe shit. <laughs> well, that dude, that's more. That's more so. This oh, one, true, this one true. More Actually. like a fucking vagine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. The the wedding we went to, they had a tattoo artist just posted up doing yatties at the at the outside of the the food hall at the reception across from the bar. How uh, how long did like one take? Uh, probably like 50, this probably took like the actual inking of it. It was like 15 and it's, it's decent size compared to what a lot of people got. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, it was another one of those, like, it was like what we go to where we go to like the flash events, but like yep. the couple that whose wedding it was chose what the things were and they were like done for free. We just, I, we each tipped them, me and Vicky tipped them $20 for ours. Um, but they were free. Like if you didn't tip. Yeah. Day? Well, I mean, yeah, because they're getting paid like 
like a, I'm sure they paid. Yeah, they like, they like, money. yeah, they like hired <laughs> like either by hourly yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I figured yeah. like they would pay them to come, and then people would still have to pay. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. We that's we cool. got the tattoos for free. They just probably had to pay a lot of money for yeah, to get them to come. I mean, it, this is this is like. So it's I pretty paid one twenty five pre yeah. tip for this, uh-huh. and this is like I mean this is like better for sure, but that's just because we really like our tattoo artist out here. Her uh-huh. her line work is much thinner, and she is much more delicate with it. Like this was way more painful, but it still looks good. <laughs> and it was only twenty bucks, so me and Vic now officially have matching tattoos. Man was speed oh, running his cool. tattoo, just like yeah. <laughs> he was taking his time, and it fucking hurt. Man. He was like, oh dude, that was. It was painful, uh, but it's done. But I've, yeah, so probably been, with like sanitation, setting out the ink, wiping everything down, getting the people placed, putting the stencil on. Uh, it was probably about like 30 minutes, 40 minutes for a tattoo per person. I think gosh. they probably ran through because there were two people doing them. They probably ran through like 20, 25 people. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. It, it was it was very cool. Uh, it was fun being because that was like where the bar was too at like at the open bar and the bathrooms and the outside courtyard area. So people were just constantly walking in and out while you're getting it done. And you're just like staring ahead, like, yeah, all right, tears welling up in your eyes. Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, Dude, keep going, making, man, keep was, going. That shit hurt. I kept making expressions as soon as I got on. I walked over to the bar and got another yingling. <laughs> <laughs> like. They're like, how how uh, how was it? I was like, that was that was pretty bad. That was one of the worst <laughs> ones that I've gotten on and my it was, body. It was on like yeah. the side of your bicep, right? Tricep. Tricep. It's like okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like this right, guy, right, the right. the gecko is on my my bicep. The coronation is like right where the curve of your tricep right here. It's like right in that. Gotcha. It was excruciating. <laughs> um, but it's you know it looks good, so that's cool. That, that's close to the place that I was thinking about getting that dog with the number thirteen. So that's see, I like that those one. Those aren't great words. I think to hear, it's cool. Do you like the number thirteen? I don't like it, but I I like the uh, I like kind of the idea of getting it and being like like fuck it, you know, like fuck the number thirteen, like unlucky. Fuck it, dude. I'm like, not afraid. Dude. Yeah, I'm not afraid of bad luck, dude. God this is it. totally. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you can get it if you want. I just don't normally go for like the number things, but I do. I did like the dog. That guy was sick. Yeah. <laughs> I saw uh, someone got a. I recently saw one that was like a frog, and the frog was done in black and white, and it had a cowboy hat done in red. I was like, that's sick. There you go. Hell yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I I, I kind of like. I think the number enhanced it for me, Nick. I I, I kind of like the number. Have you Have you guys seen like other people with the number thirteen like tattooed on them? I think so. I don't know. I feel like it's a not I've, like common thing, but yeah. Like, I don't know. I just didn't. This, this is this is an anti shout out to you, David. I don't know what you were talking about whenever I sent it earlier, and you were like, "Yeah, I feel like the number thirteen is is." Is tattooed by too many people. It's all too many people. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I've never heard of that, bro. I, yeah, I don't know about that. I've seen it, but not like excessively common. <laughs> it's not like if you got like angel numbers tattooed on you. Which, if you want okay. that, go for it. It's your body art, whatever. Go for it. But I'm getting. I uh, would uh, die before I got an angel tattoo. I'm getting three or an angel number tattooed. Die? On oh yeah, dude. On the on the back of my See, neck. That's my angel number. I would 100 percent get that. <laughs> three six. Yo, I love angel numbers. I totally, but 
Yeah. Isn't, isn't Trifle also like, David? I love you like so much. The prison district court for the for the state or for Winston Salem or something. Yeah, like that's where Trifo comes from. But yeah, no, I think it's cool, and if you want it, go for it. Like, Wait, why did that have to do with anything? I'll think about it. Uh, just We're talking J- about the just Jamie's tattoo. I thought about the tattoo that I said earlier. About, yeah, I mean, like, wait, does it hurt? Yes, but just like any other placement, once it's over, it's over. Wait, sorry, yeah. where did where did Trey oh, Foe come from? You like that spot? Oh, we talked about getting three three six tattooed on us. Oh, and then Nick said Trey Foe. Oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't. I how did I miss that part? Did you guys say that out loud? Yeah. No, we we thought it. Well, okay. I I, I thought you guys were saying no, you had talked you about have, it before. No no, 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 no. You you may have been responding as well. Oh, okay. And it didn't like. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like any other tattoo. Like, no matter how excruciating. Like, this one was bad. Uh, the hand was was terrible right here, yeah. and then the back of my calf was really bad. But once you're done, it's, it's done. like may, it's a half hour max, yeah. nor if it's small, an hour max if it's big, probably. Yeah. This so one, like, this one probably took like done, done. that one probably took like it was like half an hour, like half an hour to forty minutes, and it was like it was. I'm so I'm surprised by that. I know. It I guess like, it is really thick. It was super fast and it hardly hurt at all. And I was like, I was like, dude, I don't know if you're amazing at this or if I'm just better at taking this than I thought I would be. <laughs> like I don't know, it wasn't that bad. But I've also heard yeah. that this is one of like the easiest places to get a tattoo. So. Yeah, it did, the guitar definitely wasn't bad right here, but it yeah. was real bad up here. Yeah, so when you get to like I, I the tendons know. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that was real spicy. <laughs> I can't wait to get this touched up whenever I finally get it touched up because it needs it. Holy shit! All right, not well. looking forward to that. Anyways, about the album. Uh, yes. Yeah. Since we're since we're trying to be a little more on track, that yes. means it's going to be it, that means it's going to be an hour forty five instead of two hours. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, we've been doing pretty well. Our last few uh, our last few have been kind of shorter. Oh yeah. Uh, I got you. I mean, I say that I think the last one was like an hour and a half after I edited that. I was about to say I was like the alt A episode. Yeah, it was oh. only an hour twenty eight. It was like before I before I edited all the shit together. Like before I cut in the music, it was like an hour and eighteen or something. It felt like a an lifetime. Oh, really? I know, right? A, a life, a lifetime of trying not to say. I did cut off eleven minutes. Oh yeah, I did oh, cut yeah. off eleven minutes at the beginning before the episode actually started. <laughs> oh yeah. So we we talked we talked a bunch of shit for a long time after starting recording before Fair actually enough. doing. Uh, yeah. So so I had not listened to Wise Blood. They were someone who I'd heard kind of on my periphery of like. Oh, listen, like, oh, shit, like, they've just, their name has been used, and I've never checked them out. Uh, and I've st- I haven't listened to any of their other shit, but this was a really good album. I, I enjoyed it. It was very I also really liked it, angelic, too. And it was Hell very yeah. gorgeous. Her voice is was, so nice. Yeah, the, the, the whole reason, like, I picked this was because I kind of, like, I just randomly came upon it, and I was like, wait, I was like, I feel like Jamie will like this. And it's also, like, really orchestral and, like, like uh, I feel like there's a lot of strings and choir elements and stuff. Like Jordan might like this too, uh. and uh, and yeah. So uh, I figured it would like I, I do really like it, and I've tended to recently just pick albums that I like and not like really think about how they would like how they would be on the podcast or not. I was just like I like this. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but, yeah. But this one, this one, I was like, oh, I really like this, and I think both of them would also really like it. I got you. So I'm I'm glad it turned out that way. Yeah. It but, was it was like. 
Because I literally, they were so far from me listening to any of their music. I had no idea what to expect. And I started <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. This is like <laughs> angelic. Really nice. Like the nice, the nice piano and relaxed vocals. And, and then that continued throughout the whole. There were, I mean, there were other moments with more energy throughout the yeah. album. And it was really good. But it was another one of those ones where I don't have like a ton of notes. Because it was just like, I don't know what a lot of the words are. I just got yeah. general vibes of songs and then just like rolled with that. Yeah. So I don't like actually have that many notes. My amount of notes I have are not reflective of what my rating will be. I feel that. That was definitely me on the, the drug dealer episode. I was like, yeah. I was like, I really didn't take a ton of notes, but I love each one of these songs so much. Like literally all of them, except except for Baby. Sorry, sorry. Not Baby very much. Oh, oh, don't oh. love that song. Um but every every other song on the album I like absolutely love like basically ten out of ten. But uh, but yeah, and this album is like not too dissimilar from that. Like not everything's a ten out of ten, but yeah. I do I do really enjoy it a lot. And she um she had guest vocals on a song on an album that I've brought to the podcast before. I think I mentioned this at the end of last episode. She she had guest vocals yeah. on God's Favorite Customer by Father John Misty. And and I feel like a lot of their music is relatively similar. Like a lot of <clears throat> like uh some of his stuff, like his stuff kind of changes, like his sounds, but he has a very like f- like alt folky instrumentation and a lot of like uh like it's it sounds like he's singing into like a huge chamber like <laughs> like and and his his vocals sound soft but also have a lot of range and have a lot of power whenever he like chooses to to belt out things and her vocals are the same way like she has very soft vocals and she can be very like i, I like the word you used jordan angelic with yeah. her like awesome. delivery but but she can also really shine like a light on certain parts of the song by singing things with so much emphasis yeah and, and that I, was some of my my favorite parts on the album were like her doing that yeah like having the sudden like rise in emotion and like in it. yeah i feel like I, adele is also very good yeah oh yeah for sure and florence welch which this this album honestly reminded me a lot of like a more relaxed version of florence yeah yeah uh-huh oh. yeah i was i was glad on this album um i've only listened to this album and her last album but mm-hmm. her last album was th- there were some higher energy songs but the majority of it was was pretty like laid back or just just kind of chill and relaxing and but this one i feel yeah. like hits a more like dynamic range of energy and emotions like yeah. some of the songs like uh like god turned me into a flower it's like just so low tempo like there's not much rhythm to it at all it's just kind of like flourishes yeah. of strings and choirs and like it's 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 unlike a lot of other music that you hear today but then like uh the next song hearts aglow like drums kick in and it's i really like that song upbeat. yeah nice uh, i i was i don't know like what are what are some of your highlights on it jordan i'm curious um i'm not like even children- gonna wait i'm i'm jumping in no i know i know What's i like favorite? children of the empire a lot um, sometimes it, it did get into that, like, uh, trying to differentiate which songs were which a little bit, not because yeah, I can see it, but it's like, it's that thing where like a lot of it sounds the same. So it was good. Like that was probably like a plus point because 
I did like how it was. Um, and so if I didn't like it, then it would just been a, a bunch of music that sounded yeah. the same. <laughs> like that one <laughs> weekend like album, it. you know? <laughs> uh, the latest one, Don't I think. Um, Twin Flame had a little bit of a, I think it's like, a, it sounds like a, not a maraca or it sounds like. I don't Flame. Even, it sounds like a percussion or something. I don't really know. Yeah, it's it's got like this drum machine loop in it. That's yeah, yeah. It's it's the digital drum. It's the same. It's the same thing. I mean, I can cut it in because it's even at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but that song feels like a very '80s ballady kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A big one that it sounds like. It doesn't have the big like drum hit. Yeah. But uh, in the air. By yeah. Phil Collins. I never noticed yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but same, I thought it's it the like same, like digital when, drum machine sound. Yeah. When you were making the connection, I was like, I was like, oh, he's talking about it in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh-huh. It very much is the same, like, like that sound. Uh, yeah. I also really fuck with that. Yeah. And that that song had to really grow on me. I uh, I think it just threw me off because so much of the other parts of the album have really like traditional folky instrumentation and then you start hearing yeah. the like like it sounds like if you listen to it with both headphones in it sounds like it's just like like little dots and you're like I feel like if you had synesthesia and you would like you like see you colors with like music little, and stuff you just see like yeah. little like ripples in the ponds of like your vision you just like Doop. i gain synesthesia as i uh ingest substances like sober <laughs> i don't have it but uh, ingesting substances i do have it. it unlocks your oh, my dad has it just just plain interesting like, your dad look, has it off the off the miller high life he's just no nah, my my dad's got it just off the water he, he just has it like naturally yeah and i'm and i'm out here having to create mine <laughs> I have synesthesia. it's that it's that nc well water you know it's <laughs> it's wild out that, there. Some about that South Carolina, North Carolina groundwater. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, were, were there any other ones that you were your your favorites, Jordan? Uh, and then just the worst is done. That that was probably my highlights. I got you. I figured. Yeah, those are probably the, are really good. the most upbeat ones on the album. Yeah, yeah. I thought you might like um, uh, not grapevine. I thought you might like God turned me into a flower just because of the. Uh, it, but it is really slow. Like, I I just thought you might like it because it's very heavy on the the choir and the the yeah. strings and the the in and out of the sounds and like sh- uh, whoever's playing violin on that song goes crazy. Like, Dude, it, yeah, it's very it's very slow tempo, but it hits mm-hmm. that like it it's it's like a sound you hear in movie soundtracks, movie scores. That's like yeah. <laughs> Like just wild note changes super, super fast on a violin.
right? this is not really like the choir sound that I really like like either. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't think it has like it I guess it is kind of choiry, but it's not the definitely does not sound like the choir. Like I like when you can like hear every single voice and this just kind of sounds like layering a little bit. Like really, really slow yeah. layering, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like I like the Especially at yeah. right, what? I was gonna say, especially like in the third verse, which is my favorite part of that song, because I really like the song. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, where like the part where she comes in with more energy, and then they start to layer like one at a time, mm-hmm. like more vocals on top of each other. Yeah, it's true. It's not like a quick like boom burst of yeah, like choral harmonies. Like I like the. Um, I don't know if you've heard Salah by Kanye. Like the hallelujah. By redacted. By no, literally by redacted. That's just the first song I can think of. Like the hallelujah, hallelujah. You know that, Nick? The- I've heard it before, but it's been a while. Okay. Uh, all, all I really remember from from Jesus is King is a uh, follow God. And um, I do like that one too. Every, every hour. I remember every hour. Every and I remember no, like, laughing at uh, Sunday or whatever the fuck when we were listening to it in the car right after it came out. Yeah, that's definitely a low point on the oh, album. Yeah. Um, I did like <laughs> a decent amount of it. Bullying that song while driving back from the fucking beach for Zach and Sarah's half marathon. <laughs> oh. and I remember, I think we were going to Mellow Mushroom or something. I, yeah. I was sitting in the back seat and I think Adam was driving and... Uh, yeah, because Adam and Brad were in the front, and I think you and me were in the back. Yeah, and they were singing every hour, and like, yeah, uh, and Brad was going the yeah. in, the, in the fucking vibe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Little Pontiac, and what a vibe! Oh shit, he said the word. <laughs> when you're trying to have a conversation with anyone under thirty, and all they say is vibe or, <laughs> um, give me some other ones, boys. What uh, else you got? Catch a uh, vibe. Slay. Giving slay, um, David commented so low on key. Post of mine the other day. Low key, low key. That's a good one, bro. I love, dude. Someone, someone at work today in a Teams message told me that someone else can kick rocks, and I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> like that's so fucking brother. funny. I want, I want to start incorporating yes. uh serving blank into my, uh, <laughs> into my speech, but I feel like I can't. I feel like there's. Like, bro, this blueprint not, is serving cunt, dog. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, it's, it's not. To like your it's boss. not. Yeah, it's not societally <laughs> acceptable. Uh, I, Jamie, I, not not at work. Not at work. I just meant even with like friends. Like, oh, if, in general, maybe the YouTube algorithm's gonna punish us now, dude. <laughs> oh, bro, we're past like we're past like the first ninety seconds. We're good. Still get uh, like gets I, age restricted. Uh, yeah, I feel like I could only say it to like two people in my life without like not even my girlfriend. I feel like if I said it around her, she'd be like, uh, "What?" <laughs> no, I think you can do it. You just have to like commit to it. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't like say it and look around. You just have to like one hundred percent confident. Yeah. Whether say, you feel say it with your chest, or not, yeah. just externally, say it with you your just chest, have to say, ready. Like, uh, yeah, she's she's hey, offline, so she might not even be. Is, she might not even oh. be familiar with the. The Offline girlfriend didn't even well, think she, about that. She does have she does have TikTok, so no. Not just, of all the of all the social medias to choose to to use, that's like that by far the worst one. Probably the worst one. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, TikTok? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely the worst one for your brain and like security concerns. I don't know. I don't think it would be. I think I, if I had to choose one, if I had to get rid of one or keep one, it'd definitely be TikTok. Are you kidding me? 
Why? Wait, well, no. That's wait, because wait, wait. Oh, which it, yeah. one do you think is the most dangerous for your mental health, though? Uh, <laughs> I've never had a problem with like social media, but I guess. But, I guess no. Honestly, buying, Instagram. Honestly, Instagram. You think so? Yeah, because TikTok, you're just constantly ingesting new content and like like feeding on just more video and video and like chaos and chaos. Yeah, but that's got to be worse for your brain. I don't know. I feel like Instagram is a little bit more. Um, what's it called? Like I, we don't have any of our friends. We don't really post on TikTok. I think posting is a big thing. So when people get more in, on Instagram, so people get in their heads about what they need to post and what like image they have to tailor on Instagram. That is what they get That's more. True. Not that they're ingesting, but what they're like, what their image comes off as. They think about that more on Instagram. That's that true. is that is true. Yeah, which is also a downside. Yeah, I mean, no social media is good for your brain. No, like, we definitely should not know this much about each other. But I mean, there are there are good sides to it, like getting to expose yourself, especially if in your like a little closed off, shitty, conservative small town. And now through the beauty of like TikTok and Twitter and things, you get to learn about like other economic systems and like not being a wage slave. Yeah. And like, wait, all kinds so of you're telling things. me that the majority of Democrats in the U.S. aren't part of the radical left? You're telling me the Democrats aren't lizard people and there are more options than just straight? <laughs> Any Anytime I like, uh, like I follow some of those like more, um, they at least they claim to post unbiased news content yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. They, they, at least they try to like they'll, and they'll post like some foreign affairs stuff too. Like, and it seems mostly pretty unbiased, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. uh they'll, they'll post like, uh, like a, some sort of like ad campaign video from like a conservative politician, and uh-huh. it just oh my, it just ruins my whole day. Bruh, it just ruins that's my whole crazy. Uh, but um, uh, but they also post like coverage of um, like bad drastic events that happen in the U in the U S. Also yeah. around the world, they posted a good amount of content on the the spy balloon from the. That country, shit is so funny. The country who can do like no wrong. <laughs> upset about it and like hair even yeah, so about funny. like the fucking. Spy. I was like, did you, you know that there were know, three spy balloons that you infiltrated U.S. airspace? I was like, do you not know what satellites are from all kinds of countries <laughs> that have way more capabilities than just a balloon? I know. Weather balloon. Like. Be like people talking from about and th- dude, shooting a balloon out of the, the air like, that's Raptors 11 miles in the sky. That's so funny. Someone was like, the Raptors have the first have their first confirmed kill or whatever. <laughs> I was like, it was a it was a balloon. Yeah, or like uh, what it wasn't even invading you, let alone shooting back. Yeah, what else was <laughs> it? Yeah, there was just people like they're like, please do not shoot your gun straight up into the air and try to. <laughs> oh my god, having to tell it. people that. I was like, we're fucked. Like, this, uh, that's not a good fucked. idea. What, what do you think do the that? drop on 11 miles in the sky is? How, how much higher <laughs> than the balloon do I think the bullet been? drop on my fucking 5.56 five, round is? <laughs> I think it can make it 11 miles. I just have to aim up a little bit because of gravity. Man. But anything over like one mile and snipers have to take into account like the curvature of the earth (laughs) for their bullets. And and those are way more powerful shells that are getting sent out than fucking your AR rounds. Yes. (laughs) 
People are stupid. You think a, um, you think a Barrett could do the job? A nice fifty cal. <laughs> my sawed off. Roof? Do, think, think my sawed <laughs> off could get up there. Think, think nice. Uh, yeah, I, I, so let's see. I, honestly, we've covered most of my notes. Already. <laughs> uh, Thanks for yeah, listening. Yeah, the Empire. That shit was she was fire. That shit was really good. That was cool. The fire anti-capitalist imperialism banger. You know. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, that was really good. Grapevine was one of my favorites. Me too. I think. Interesting. I love the like warmth of the acoustic guitar used in it. it it's it's mic'd up so fucking well. The man can't see his shadow. And it, it sounds so good. Oh, that was, was, so this album is one of the best ones I've heard in a while as far as like utilizing the Atmos mixing. Okay. It's so good. Oh, okay, yep. okay. It's so fucking good. Yeah, you still play for Apple Music? Yeah. Okay. I'm about to. But technically I pay for Apple Music TV and like an extra 200 gigs of iCloud space all that's, in one. That's what but I need to do, actually. I do need to do that. I think but, it's uh, like $9.99 for all three of those things, and each one is like $5.99 indiv- or $5 individually or something. I thought My Apple, Apple Music subscription is like it's like $11 yeah. for just Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all got y'all to gotta switch. I pay like maybe it's 13 for that bundle, but yeah, no, for sure. It's really getting definitely worth scammed. it. Then, holy that's shit. Crazy. But, my, it my might iPhone, be 15, but either way, I'm getting basically free 200 gigs of storage. Yeah, my iPhone hasn't backed up in like half a year because I don't have any iCloud storage left, and I just keep putting off. My shit stays back up. No, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely I, do that. Holy is shit. it called Apple off, One? Like, clearing out storage. Yeah, it's called Apple. I think there's Apple One and Apple One Plus, and Apple One is like 200 gigs, and Apple One Plus is a terabyte. Um, individually, uh, it's $17 per month. <laughs> I'm gonna I need guess Apple too. Because I don't pay that for. Oh. I mean that's that that's definitely higher than I originally signed up for. So maybe I got the original price. Yeah. But either way, it's still like convenient. I'm thinking oh, about is. canceling Prime. It's gonna be $140 when I renew it. I didn't know it was that much. I would have canceled Prime. We need to all go in on one Prime account because you can have multiple accounts on the same Prime account. Oh, I just use my parents. Each have our own Amazon account. I just, I just use my parents. Amazon Prime. I've never paid Dude, for I it. I didn't know that it was that much. I got charged one forty, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it was Prime. Uh, I saw this the other day, and uh, like, I, I think I was just looking. I was like, "Oh, when is this going to renew?" And I was like, "Wait, why did it go up forty dollars?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck that. How much is a student discount? Uh, the is student, it, the student discount was fifty percent off at one point. Yeah, but I've lost my student email though, so I can't. Really Maybe if they don't use any, I'm sure they use some sort of fancy verification software like, like Spotify. I, know, I, I tried to pull My it over Adobe on them. Subscription and they did really. not let me. Yeah. You tried to what? I, I like Adobe subscription. I still haven't renewed it. Oh, okay, okay. And I can use yeah. Software. Well, like I, I tried to, uh, I tried to renew my student Spotify after I'd already graduated. Because yeah. I still had access to my student email, and I like ran it through their like validation oh, thing, and it was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> like See, you're not I enrolled my, in school. I, I was able to get. My Adobe renew my Spotify student and renew something else. I got them all like just before, like, I think it was like two weeks later. I checked the emails after I did the verification codes for everything and it was like gone. I was like, thank God. You lucky bastard. Crazy enough. I think that 
it's also time based because I remember Abby told me she got a um she got uh she got her she, she did early college but her early college was like NC State because they were so close like her high school is like five minutes away from NC State and so she took Bro, classes. Ours was at Surrey. Imagine doing oh, early God, college I know. classes at fucking state. <laughs> and so like she told me that she actually her Spotify ended a year early because she got it a year early as well. Oh, so, oh, so they only give up. you four years. Yeah, I think unless you go to like grad school or something, which I think they like it's like in the renewal. But I think undergrad like they actually just give you like four years, you know, they said, fuck the super. Senior now that so. you say that. I think maybe when we first signed up for it, yeah. it said like, how long is your school term? Or yeah. Something like that. You're like, uh, 25 years. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a while. Look, man, never stop learning Spotify. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a student of life. Dog. You're penalizing <laughs> me for donating money for my entire life to this prestigious institution. <laughs> I'm so I'm glad not, I'm getting I'm a $5 discount on my Spotify time. premium in exchange for Thirty thousand dollar tuition. <laughs> it's worth it, dude. Oh, I think man. the numbers. I think the, the numbers got to balance out somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Eventually. Yeah. The ROI yeah. Yeah. Is def- there. Yeah. Def- there. What is the? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah. Let's a, see. We talked about it's a mental health ROI. About- <laughs> That's a um, mental health ROI, dude. <laughs> That's what you uh, tell yourself whenever your ROI does not work. Not the damn mental health I mean, ROI, that's, that's bro. Essentially, uh, this podcast. True. Good point. We don't make transparency. Bars. We do not make money on this. <laughs> uh, for, for for your listening pleasure, we lose money every week. Just, <laughs> just re- remember that, all right, <laughs> dude. One of these one of these days, we're gonna actually like get enough people and like start monetization. I'm gonna have to actually go through and file like copyright. Uh, disputes for every single one of our episodes not every single one but i'm like i'm like 25 behind probably oh so that's gonna take a while i should do that you know dude at one point in time i would do it every two weeks but that time has passed dude just let what what do you do just like do you have to like actually say a reason why or yeah but i i have the reason for every justification is why that it's like used in review so it should fall under fair use and i have it in a note document and i copy that paste it type my name type my name submit but i have to do it for every single copyright flag in every single video that has it so like oh so it could be multiple if we cut in in nine snippets those nine snippets all got flagged so then i have to do it nine times for that oh uh, i didn't know you had to do it for each segment in each video interesting yeah because you have to you have to like legally say like every one of these should fall under fair use Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah, so at some point I'll do that. But okay, that we need to. We might need to divide that labor a little bit. If you said you're like 25 videos, I was about behind. to say. I was about to add. Dude, I've got to look because it's been. I'm about to say I might be like if it's just busy work. Like, I can just do that. Or like I'm queued up for like Overwatch or something, and like in like the queue, I can just <laughs> true. do yeah. shit. You know. Um. Oh, the the last I, I honestly think that the last note I have for specifics for the album is that in God turned me into the tin a flower. I liked how it just had the weird like animal nature noises at the end. Because all oh, songs yeah. about like reincarnation and like wanting to be turned into you know something nice and pretty mm-hmm. flower or something. I guess instead of like 
an ant. <laughs> Rian, yeah, I, don't know. I love carnations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that's what this is. <gasps> Ew, never mind. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the, the what? Nature noises and stuff. You don't hear that very often in. Yeah. Unless it's like weird, like in Zaba by Glass. Zaba. Who the hell is Zaba? Zabars in New York. Now what the god? Zabar. Now what the goddamn hell is Zaba? <laughs> um, Zaba. That's an album that I would love to do for this podcast, but after how bad Twenty Two A Million did. <laughs> <laughs> you have to Some you have to wait till you're till you're like flying high on your like self esteem and then pick the album. We'll oh, I'll you. give it a ten. I just don't think it will get that reception from. I you. got you. Throw caution to the wind. Fuck it, piss um, in the wind. <laughs> apparently, uh, I think she was quoted as saying, um, "In God, turn me into a flower." Like mm-hmm. she used, uh, like the the inspiration behind the song was mm-hmm. the Greek myth of the god. He was either a god or like a demigod or just an important figure in um, uh, in like Greek mythological tales. His name Percy was <laughs> in the in the Greek myth of Percy Jackson. Uh, <laughs> no, like oh, there, Rick Riordan. Yeah, there there was a guy Rick named uh, named Narcissus. And, oh um, yeah, Nar- Narcissus. Yeah, Narcissus. Yeah, and I like I I I never heard of this, <laughs> and like and that's where the term like narcissist um, comes from. I'm but um, yes. uh, like the the tale is that he was so obsessed with his own appearance that he spent so long looking in a mirror that he died because he didn't eat or drink. God or, have like, mercy. And uh, and that's where the term comes from. But apparently, whenever he died, like uh, some some god i don't think it was hades but some god like let him continue to exist not in the underworld but as a flower in um in like the real world very and interesting she used that as a form of inspiration to to sort of serve as a metaphor for like let me not be self-absorbed let me be vulnerable and god turn me into a flower so it's not at all about reincarnation interesting yeah. uh, I, I, it, it is seems about like it's about a, she, <laughs> she, she talks about it's it's about a flower, to be determined what kind of flower. I think I think like the the mirror of Narcissus or some shit is like an uh, an artifact, like a Greek artifact or like that was oh yeah, yeah, cool. I think I learned that from like one of those match three games that you used to have on computers uh, from Wild Tangent Games back in the day. Dang, that yeah, was like one of those like find and click things. Oh, all right, audio listener. Uh, well, I have audio now. Uh, before this, I will have sounded like our audio backup, so hopefully it was not that bad. What did you not hear? That's record? why we do it, folks. Uh, no, I did, but my OBS for some reason, even though I have my audio Yeti, Yeti Classic Yeti source, it just did it where it like resets it to like, uh, default. Device wait, I might. Like, oh shit! Wait, let me make sure. Oh hell! Hello. We all After like last shit. Week, Jordan was a still image in the last. I know. I feel so bad. Hold on. Properties. Oh no, mine's good. Mine's good. Mine's good. The, yeah, mine's we good. good. We good. Well, it might have been getting like my webcam. And I probably fucked it. It, might, it. it could be getting like my webcam. You know, which is true. not good. Test, 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 Honestly, test. I wonder hey. what. Yeah, no, you're right. Input device Discord uses. 
Mm. But you guys can hear me, so it's clearly coming through. So yes. Interesting. But I, I did not think about that. Um, yeah. Don't Clown. you love it how software know. just like but, uh, figures itself out sometimes? Love that. I took notes on like uh, not extensive notes or anything, but I actually took notes on like every song of the album. Well, tell and us about we it. Definitely, no, well, we definitely don't need to go through like all of them, but okay. um, yeah, I, gu- I uh, guess we are trying to like kind of speed abbreviated runs. episode speed run abbreviated. speed running <laughs> wise blood, but um, uh, for for grapevine, mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. yeah, sorry, my brain was buffering for a second. Uh, for grapevine, <laughs> um, <laughs> the the gears are turning and steams slowly puffing out of my ears. Um. No, uh, for Grapevine, I it was always one of my favorite songs. I just loved kind of like the gentle swing that it has, like the the mm-hmm. nature of the song. But after I read through the lyrics, it's uh, it's nothing like incredibly deep or uh, insightful or anything. But it's it's kind of just this story of like longing for a person that you once loved and like wishing that it could have worked out or that it could work out again yeah. in the future. And it's a it's a really poetic way of of looking at it. Like uh, she um, she she says, uh, "I never noticed this is what she said at the beginning of the first verse." I actually really liked it. Another part of the verse that I still like now, but the the very beginning of the first verse is "California is my body, and your fire rushes over me." Like, very beautiful. Like the wildfires. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uncontrollable. It, it, it Wait, really? Is that actually what she's referencing? Uh, I think so. Probably. Like, like it's yeah. It's, I don't know it's what like else that mean. Uh, yeah, that's why I was confused. <laughs> it's like an uh, it's an uncontrollable heat wave of emotion, and uh, and I think it also it's it's funny that like that also parallels the themes of the album of like of like trying to like find your purpose in life while the world's just kind of falling apart like yeah like it's it's using this dark thing as a positive metaphor like uh i don't know it's 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 a nice funny play on words but um later in that verse she talks about wrecking her car in a ghost town right around where they found james dean My car broke down in an Uh, like he, I feel like that's a very popular name, but nobody really knows much about him from our generation. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and I just recently, coincidentally, watched a movie from 1956 that uh, had James Dean in it, and um, and I think she's kind of referencing that movie in the lines in the song because 
he didn't play many cowboys, like in the few movies that he played in. He was just kind of like a model heartthrob who played in a couple movies and then he died in a car crash. Yeah. Wait, but, he um, died in a car crash? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. I've heard his name but, uh, a lot. I didn't realize he died like that. Though. Yeah, he was just like, he was like a famous, like, like a kind of rebellious heartthrob in Hollywood. Yeah. And, um, and I think he died when he was like 24 or 25. Jesus. But, uh, yeah. He, uh, um, yes. He, he died on September 30th, 1955. 1950? Yeah, 1955. Yeah. Why do I still hear his born, name like a decent amount? Because he's like he's like Marilyn Monroe, like classic hot Hollywood actor. Yeah. yeah. If you've, In like it, the golden era where like there were seven movie stars. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's why that's why their names are so relevant. I mean, not that like they weren't talented and like attractive and all the other things that make you like a celebrity. Yeah. But, like, you didn't have, like, the entertainment industry wasn't, like, so easily accessible and also just, like, so prolific. Like, there were, like, 30 big movie stars. Yeah. And, like, and TV know. was basically, like, not a prestigious thing. Like, nobody really, like, you might know a couple actors from, like, routine TV shows, but most of the time they would be from, like, talk shows or, like, a... Or like sitcoms and stuff. It wasn't like there was any sort of prestigious drama on TV back then. It was like if, like that if, one guy, he, uh, the late night show that retired a couple well, of years back, and I think like, James Corden took his job, right? Like, uh, what? Like David Letterman? Yeah, that's the I'm thinking of. Who took? Um. Uh. Wait. No. Stephen Colbert. I think took David Letterman's like job. How long? I feel like Stephen Colbert's been on for a while. Did David Letterman? But he was. Yeah. Well, I mean, Stephen Colbert also started with uh, the Daily Show. No. Uh, yeah. John Stewart. He was one of the correspondents. He did. He did. I had no idea that when he was making the Colbert Report, he was like a satirical right wing, like like yeah, like, like he was he was like pretending to be like a right wing guy, but he was just shitting on. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'd, I'd never actually seen it before. I just knew that like that was something. Oh, was yeah. my mom for. was like a huge Daily Show and Colbert Report fan. Yeah, so I got like watching. Interesting. I've listened to some of that. Um, uh, there's a podcast for John Stewart's new show, and it's not like it's not like a podcast of the episodes. It's like a podcast that goes along with the themes of the episodes for the week, and they have yeah. like, a separate <clears throat> interview with new people, and he'll he'll talk to writers, and he'll also talk to like surprisingly famous people in the government like i think he has an episode with like hillary clinton but i didn't listen to that like he doesn't really like he doesn't really like shit on people like like while he's interviewing them but then like after they're done with the interview he'll go back and talk to his writers and be like well that sucked didn't it (laughs) 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 but uh uh, it's actually pretty good um i do like john stewart a lot yeah it's it's a bit similar in a way to like um last week tonight where they try and tackle like relatively modern subjects and try and offer like insightful ways to improve things. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyways, uh, all this circles back to, to me mentioning James Dean. And I, uh, <laughs> I think, um, I think she like talks about him. <laughs> it's like, she says, uh, like her car crashed in an old ghost town right around where they found James Dean. And yeah. then she says, an emotional cowboy. <laughs> and uh, and I, I think he like he didn't play many cowboys. I think maybe the only cowboy role he played was in Giant in the movie that I saw. Okay. And um 
and that might be um, someone kind of like made a. It felt kind of reaching to me that someone on Genius was like a, the last two lines of the verse might be referring to Giant because it's about she says something about him staying up all night trying to fight the moon, and to to be able to do that you would have to be a giant or something. And I was like, what are you talking about? I don't I don't really know what she's talking about, but. That definitely doesn't happen in the movie. The movie's very grounded in reality, but uh, I mean, it could also be because I, I think he died outside of like a small town in California, like some well, not small that small town, but like outside of Bakersfield or something. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, like, well, I, I'm I'm talking about in relation to like staying up all night trying to fight the moon. Like, I know, I yeah, it was a different. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like I, I well I know like a like him he died in like a racing accident, I think. Oh, a racing either accident. That or, either either he was racing just or driving apparently. Oh, like, driving okay. a little bit fast, but he was driving a Porsche that car wheeled two or three times cuz they collided head on. Oh god. The velocity sent the Ford that he hit broad sliding 39 feet down the road. Dear god. That was back when Fords were like heavy. Dude, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh-huh. I, that was a. I think something he was kind of famous for was like trying to race people and like driving really fast. So that's oh. kind of what I assumed when I heard that he died in a car crash. But that's kind of wild that he that it wasn't anything super drastic. But I honestly thought he was way older than twenty four when he died because yeah, I, movie, I thought I, yeah, I thought he was like forty. Or something. Yeah, in in the movie he looks like he's like thirty thirty five, and really? they 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 do him up Apparently to he was like, like twenty three twenty four when it was shot. Yeah, yeah, they they do surprisingly good things with makeup in that movie. Like they they make the actors who are like, like he's twenty four, and they make him look like he's like sixty at the end of the movie. God damn! But like, uh, and and like some of the older people in the movie who start off in the movie probably like in their mid thirties, mm-hmm. they make them look probably like seventy towards the end of the movie. Like it's it's actually really surprising for nineteen fifty six because interesting. It, and it was it was also in color. I've seen a movie from nineteen sixty like. Like four or five years later, that was in black and white. So I'm yeah, not the sure good why. Because it was still probably like dummy expensive to shoot on color. Yeah, uh huh. And they might have even they might have even like done done something like some sort of like crazy Ref- after like, effects, like colorizing yeah. images or something like that. Because I I feel like there was a person credited for colorizing the movie or something. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, but. It was, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say like go out of your way to watch it because it was like three hours and fifteen minutes long. But um, that's uh, crazy for a movie <laughs> from nineteen fifty six. Yeah, the the whole reason I watched it is because a guy is coming out with an album later this week uh, that's named after the movie, and I was like, oh well, like James Dean biggest, the album. <laughs> the, um, his his last album, like the biggest song from it, it, it wasn't like a huge song or anything, but the most popular song from it was named after one of my favorite movies ever, Paris, Texas. And, Paris, uh, Texas. Yeah, uh-huh. you tell me and there's this, a Paris in Texas, but there is, and it's like basically Paris Hilton. It's <laughs> it's it's basically in the middle of nowhere. It's in like northeast Texas, around like nothing, but um, uh. Uh, like well, I was like, oh, alienate the rest of our northeastern Texan. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, Is it northeast Texas, Oklahoma? It's pretty pretty darn close. Okay, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> it's that little. Oh wait, no, I guess 
It's not, not um. Not it's good. not. It's not like the the jut out part, like right below right. the panhandle of Oklahoma. It's right, because like, that's northwest. Yeah, yeah. Stupid. Yeah, it's almost like that's almost like north. It's a little northwest, like north central, I think, and then like northeast is like way north above Houston, but like I. It it's it's like east of Dallas, I would say, maybe even like more northeast of Dallas, but there's just not a lot up there. But um, we'll put Paris, Texas, in the mood board. Yeah, we we can. I I fucking love that movie. It's so good. But um, uh, but yeah, Giant Giant was good, and I bet I bet it was like kind of revolutionary for its time because yeah, uh, um, it like especially with like special effects and mm. like. Um, the, just the grand nature of the movie, but um, uh, a, a lot of the plot revolves around the main character, like breaking free of the traditional ways that he was raised and brought up, and the ways that he's like trying to impose on his children. It, it revolves around him breaking free of those ideas and like becoming a more like accepting and forgiving person, and like and realizing that there shouldn't be any sort of like division of race on his mm-hmm. ranch and things like that. And uh, uh, it was it was it was good. It had like good morals, but like also it didn't like captivate me the entire time. Like I yeah. washed dishes for like forty five minutes during it. <laughs> I wa- watched it through my kitchen window. And I didn't really didn't really feel too bad about it. But uh, uh, just just how just how film is meant to be enjoyed. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. The past listening from a kitchen. <laughs> it also had the Elizabeth Taylor in it, who was like an old Hollywood like okay. beautiful woman. Yeah, but um. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. gorgeous. Uh, I I told like I told this to my parents and like uh, I sent my mom the link to the movie and she was like, "You're watching a movie from 1956," and I was like, uh, "I was like, yeah, like I'll I'll tell you about it later." And I told her, "Yeah, mom, I like cinema." (laughs) Yeah, mom. Sorry, not like the Uh, other guys. (laughs) I, I told her that uh that Elizabeth Taylor was in it and she was like. She was like, "Oh man," and I was like, "What?" And she she said that my my grandpa used to like really love watching Elizabeth Taylor in movies, and that oh. my grandma hated for him to watch Elizabeth Taylor in movies because he was just like googly eyed, like <laughs> thought, she, thought she was thought she was beautiful, and my grandma would get all jealous and stuff. Oh, like, how you get, how you getting jealous? At that? <laughs> and that's that's just really funny because that I, makes I sense. never like yeah uh, yeah, but I never like saw my grandma like that and yeah. Uh, Right, and it was like it was just hilarious for my mom to say that to be like, yeah, like you never wanted to say Elizabeth Taylor around your nana because she, it was a sore subject. That's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> Turn that out. Funny. Yeah, but uh, it's like uh, hearing about like how how hot my dad and uh the guy who set up my parents thought Jewel was when they were in college. It was, <laughs> it was uh-huh. so funny. Who's Jewel? You know, she's she's a very attractive pop star who oh. like she was like. Also, like college age, did that that's like us being into like Dua Leap or some shit. I suppose. Sure, I don't know how old she is, but uh, she's like twenty-two. Like a I similar think. age where you're like, oh, this is like a talented person my age. Like they're very attractive, but I like you just never think of your parents having also gone through that experience of like existing yeah. mm-hmm. uh, until you hear shit like that, and you're like, that's funny. Shania Twain, that's another one. Blum blam, yep. blum blam. Mm-hmm. Leblame, yep. Leblame. Uh-huh. <laughs> sublime, sublime, Leblame. Sublime is lame. Sublime is crazy. Hey, I'm doing Relax. spoken word poetry. Hey, sublime, sublime is pretty solid. Yeah. Oh, back on the Hobo Johnson kick. <laughs> and these these shackles. So, Nick, these cha- do, you, 
No, sorry. Go, <laughs> Nick, go, go, do you have anything <laughs> else you wanted to impart on us about this album before you? Um, my wife is ready to be picked up from work. So I got you. Yeah, I I don't really have anything much more specific about any of the other songs. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of them have like uh either like love lorn like messages of longing for people or like uh messages about empathy for the world or messages about uh um how the future is doomed but we're trying our best and um Mm -hmm. or like songs about like uh like embracing your most vulnerable self and not shutting yourself off Mm -hmm. from emotions and stuff i just i just feel like a lot of the songs like basically every song has very morally good and like, a, like okay. a very, and very pretty, very sound. wholesome, and yeah, empathetic yeah. messages enveloped in in beautiful instrumentation. But I, I will say the last thing I want to say is uh, on the last song on the album, uh, a given mm-hmm. thing. I love that mm-hmm. song so much from the very first song. Uh, really, the very first time I ever heard it. Yeah, I didn't and, love uh, it. And and it's not really based on the instrumentation. It's more based on just like the the lyrics and what she's singing about and she's kind of singing about like the sensation of love and how it's not like like everyone refers to love as like on the surface it's just the honeymoon phase like Mm -hmm. like uh that's what movies depict it as and everything but like she um she sings about like uh she sings about the parallels of it like throughout the whole song she says like sometimes our love is enrapturing and sometimes it's also unraveling right in front of me Okay. But but then like like right after that, like three lines later, she says like but it's a given thing. It's not something that you have to earn. It's always there for you, like right in front of you. It's like it's it's a given thing. And I think that's a beautiful way to put it that like that's always been kind of a natural feeling for me that I've never like I've kind of heard other people sing about, but like it's it's always glorified and it's always put in this light that's like it's a given it's like a fantasy land thing where you think about marriage and you're like oh it's forever you get married and everything's perfect yeah. all the time forever yeah like like some people pretend that love is that way but it's not it's it's kind of this natural inclination that you feel for a person uh-huh. that like mm-hmm. clicks that it's like an x factor that you find that you can't like look at someone and figure out uh-huh. but after you spend enough time with them, you're like, oh, like, yeah, I really care about this person. And, oh, yeah, like, I think I love this person. Aww. And then it just kind of yeah. kind of locks in. And, like, there's ups and downs. There's hills and valleys. And there's there's huge highs and there's huge lows. But it's always still a given thing. It's always right there yeah. until you, like, let it go. Until it erodes and goes away. If you let it erode and go away. But, yeah. Because yeah. it, it is something you have to, you have to like hone and like stay. Up. Well, I mean, I guess if you want to be like good at it and, yeah. and up keep it, it's, it's like a plant, you know, like it wants to grow and survive, but it still needs like tending and sometimes pruning, you know, watering sunlight. It needs things to grow. But at the same time, I also think that people also like, over exaggerate about like how hard it should be at times if you like want to like die when you're with someone <laughs> that's not a low point that's yeah. like that's, you're just not meant to be together yeah i feel like that part's also overlooked like so many especially especially straight people they're always like yeah my fucking 
Happily married for five, unhappily married for 25. <laughs> no, it's not. Damn, bro. That's not what it was then, bro. You were just horny. Like, <laughs> yeah. Daniel, you yeah. should not hate your wife and want and be working yeah, late nights every spouse. night. Really, any at any point, you shouldn't uh, yep. hate your spouse. Unless they like do something abominable. But then it's like, end it. Like the snowman. If you can. Yeah. If you're not like trapped in. But if you're consent consensually just like hating your partner, that's not That's pretty bad. You can't that you ain't can't, it, Chief. You can't live your that's one life bad. like that. That's insane. Yeah, exactly. Literally like unironically, I believe in YOLO more and more every day, but not like <laughs> not like what it was, but just like time is a gift. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to treat it as such. You better utilize it. Yep. Yep. But yeah. But yeah, so so I'm good with uh with rating if if you have if you've spoken your piece yeah, yeah. my piece is laid down it's i've i've bared my truth uh and so well, so i go, go first, first yeah i go first then jordan then you right yep. yeah because i'm announcing next week i got you yep much i'm gonna give gets. holy shit dude. <laughs> guns so sore. <laughs> i'm uh i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a, i'm gonna give it a nine I'm gonna give it a nine. Oh, oh dang! Nice. Yep. I'm gonna give it a six and a half. Beautiful. Let's go. That's a nice score. I'm Hell yeah! Seven point nine. Okay. Good so album then. Seven point eight. Nicholas twentieth. Ooh, that is a good album. <laughs> uh, they got a hot streak. Is, so it's just below A slash B by Kaleo. Which Craig shows. Yep. Uh, and it's just above Rage Against the Machine by Rage Against the Machine and From 2 to 3 by Peach Pit. Both my selections. Gotcha. Man, Peach Pit, that album, me and Nick gave it 10s and Jordan ten. gave it a 3. That is <laughs> so I was going to say. Every time I see that shit. <laughs> yeah, 10, 10, 3. We'll see. I was, I was going to. So recently I've been on a kick. I've been listening to a lot of the Melodic Blue, actually, um, recently. But I can't choose it again because we've already done that for this Good. podcast. Uh, so instead, we're doing a similar vibe to this, but a little bit different. We're gonna be doing oh. a Black Mild of the Surface by Manchester Orchestra. Oh, cool! A Black nice. Mild at the Surface? No, uh, no, a Black Mild to the Surface. This is the one with like Alien and Gold on it, right? Alien, Gold, the Silence, um, of the Lambs, LSD, <laughs> or sorry, Lead SD. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Sweet. Is it 49 minutes or something? I've, I've listened to this a couple times, but I'm excited to kind of dig into Interesting. it. This okay. one's one where I'm excited because I've looked into a few of the songs on here because I was like, did I hear that right? And I did hear it right. Um, so I'm excited to do it with more songs on this album. There, there's a good um, version of, um, I think it's, is it called The Gold? Is that what the song's called? It's The Gold because every song except for, I think, one has The in front of it. Okay. I think, uh, but yeah, him and uh, Phoebe Bridgers and yeah, yeah. Andy Hall have a joint, uh, John. A joint. Uh, yeah, that, no, every song, yeah, ha- or, yeah every song. song except for Lead SD gotcha. has the in front of it. I thought you were going to say that's that was, a banger. I thought uh, whenever you said you were listening to the m- melodic blue, I thought you were going to say we were going to listen to Die for My Bitch, and I was going to. Uh, that's that's Keem's like last album and. I was just excited. Oh, no, honestly, I was close to picking uh, Push's album. Um, oh, nice. Bro, 
Uh, the, the one with the barcode on that nostalgia's off. Of. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever that one is. <laughs> <laughs> my name is my name. Jordan, Jordan, feel free to pick. Uh, it's almost dry. Nope. I already know what I'm <laughs> picking the next two like weeks. Oh, damn. Okay. Fun fact for Black Model the Surface: the last song on the album is what they close every concert with. Oh wow! Since the album came out. And that's pretty cool. Because she's right, it'll bring you to tears. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited that's about for the right. album. It's good to be here. Not sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess recently. We'll listens, see about that, buddy. Uh, for me, I don't know, man. My brain is so foggy. Uh, I've been working a lot and like had a wedding this week. So it's been like just. Yeah, you've been on chaos. go mode. Um, I don't know. Honestly, a lot of my gym playlist called Slangin' and Bangin' on Apple Music, if Hell you want to yeah. find it. Great name. Uh, and then, honestly, a lot of True Care by James Vincent McMorrow still. Nice. Uh, I play. I played some songs from All A yesterday. Me and Vic were trying to get hype driving in the car, so I played like Underwater and shit like that. Nice. But nothing really specific, just a lot of whatever. Makes sense. Very cool. Um, I guess I'll go. I've been listening to <laughs> We Never Die still, No Clarity by Spice, brand new Draco <laughs> still. Uh, Boys a Liar Part Two, Pink Panther is featuring Ice Spice. All right, Pink Panther is an Ice Spice. Okay, yeah. Do you have you not heard that song? That's big. Are you trolling so. right now? No, no, I really haven't heard it. I, <laughs> I like Boys some a of liar. Pink Panthers. St- well, maybe that boy's I a liar, and he's like, "Dunami, dunami, gonna do dunami." That's what Ice Spice are like, dude. I'm pretty sure it's it's like trending. It's a trending sound in so many places. Is it is it by Pink Panthers or is it by Ice Spice? It's by Pink Panthers, and the part two is the featuring Ice Spice. So like, it's not a Boys a Liar remix; it's a Boys a Liar part two, which is just featuring Ice Spice. Um, I'm pretty sure it's like those two dogs dance, or, or which which Ice Spice song is the one of two dies the two dogs dancing and like every single thing, you know? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Please tell me you know about the Barbie dogs, bro. Bro, you have to be, you have to know, Nick. You have to know. I'm not a. The most recent TikTok I really loved was just this white guy wearing Carhartt with a John Deere, uh, like metal sign in the background going, "You ain't even repping the gang, bro." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, the, the it's the it's the it's the motherfucker that got the pops laugh, bro. Yeah, I love it so much. I do like that guy a lot. He's really funny. I've been I've been following him for a while, but he he, he doesn't do the laugh as like. He used to do the laugh for like 10 seconds. We'd be like, it'd <laughs> be like the funniest, like, like it actually sounded like the pops laugh is hilarious. Well, one of my favorite ones that I've seen him do is like, he like does it and then he stops and then he like does this thing with his hands again and he does it like really quick and he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Describing TikToks. Amazing. Good times. Good. T- and we, and we, we've, we've all seen it. So it's like, you know, it's like, because <laughs> Jamie's seen it, right? You seen Jamie? Oh, oh, he left. Uh, uh, Jamie, to go pick up Vic. So that's all, folks. Uh, something <laughs> about following the socials or something. I don't really know. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Real uh, quick, real quick. Uh, uh, my my listenings. If you were done, were you done, Jordan? Oh, uh, I still listen to I still listen to Off the Grid a lot. I've been listening to She Got a Thing by Pop Smoke a lot more. Um, it's pretty good. Been listening to rubbing off the paint a little bit more too. That's about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I haven't listened to um I haven't listened to a lot of new stuff. I've been kind of like trying to listen to some new stuff, but uh, like uh, I haven't really gotten into any new artists or anything. Uh, uh-huh. There was there was a person I found today. It's a band. Um they're called Mr. Twin Sister. Interesting. And, um, uh they um like they have a song with like 22 million plays that was sampled for the recipe by Kendrick and Dr. Dre. And, wow. Um, kind of crazy. And, and I like knew exactly the part whenever I heard it because I actually like that song a lot. Yeah. It's, um, Interesting. Uh, it's. Do you know the recipe? Do you know that song? No. I'll, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll listen I'll to it. You. Oh, God. Um, but if you listen to both songs, you'll definitely know. Okay. But, okay. Anyways. Um, uh, but them, um, Whitney's new single. For a while, really good. I've been listening to some Andy Schaff because he comes out with an album the day after we're recording. Okay. Um, and also uh, that guy who who's coming out with an album named after the James Dean movie. Uh, okay. It's called Giant. His name is Tim Hill. Been listening to his stuff too. But um, uh, if you liked, if uh, honestly, if you like this album, you'd probably like the song that he's released as a single off his upcoming album called The Irish Sea. More Jamie though than you, Jordan. It's pretty low key. Yeah, but yeah, um, uh, I'll send it in the the song recommendations. But Saint Paul and the Broken Bones new single. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, that's it's good too. Really I good. listened to that. Yeah, album's coming out in April. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm gonna catch uh, them on tour. Paul. Also, Fallout Boy's new singles are also very good. Bro, nice. stop trying to get me to listen to Fallout Boy. I'm not gonna <laughs> do it. They're getting shut up, shut up, shut up. Getting back into like uh, they're getting back into save rock and roll vibes. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, is, are you saying like they want to save uh, rock and roll or is that like an album that they did? That's the album that had uh, the Phoenix. My songs know what you did in the dark. My songs know who I chewed. <laughs> uh, fucking, uh, oh, how the mighty fall. My with, downstairs uh, neighbors probably love me. Or, or Miss Missing You. I can't remember which one has it, but it's got fucking Big Sean with the hell yeah, I'm a dick girl addicted to you oh. bar in it, which is fire. <laughs> also never heard that song. Bruh. I prefer Little oh. Sean. Sorry, you're not culture, dude. Dude, there is a there's an amazing oh. sorry, I just remembered. Jordan is not for the culture. There's a there's a remix of all of the lights with um Big Sean on it. Ice Spice. And he goes, Why every rapper named Big got bodied on, but every rapper named Sean got money ew. And like the more <laughs> I think about it, it's just like like a lot of like people who just had Sean in their name, yes, big show. Like 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 Biggie, like died. Uh, I can't remember anybody. I I remember going back and li- like li- uh, looking up some and being like, you know what? He might be kind of right. Every rapper that has bigger well, name if, just gets bodied. If someone if someone looked me in the eyes and said my favorite rapper is Big Sean, I would laugh. At big Sean's pretty good. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like he is. I'd be like maybe not best rapper. But. I don't know. He was doing like good with Kanye for a while. When he was popular and his vibe he put out into the world just felt like he was like lame trying to fit in with the cool rappers. Really? Yeah, I don't know. And th- I wasn't like super plugged into like the scene. So like maybe he was also cool. But he just I think he was. felt like he was trying to appear kind of like how Nick Cannon uh, tries to appear cool. <laughs> but like just ultimately falls flat. That's how th- I always got Nick Cannon but, vibe from. But he has a uh, but he has 30 kids. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah, mine is that. Nick Cannon um, has an insane amount of children. Well, I guess do we want to we want to wrap this one up? I suppose. Yep. Yeah, R- 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 wrap it up. My wife stranded. 
Uh, but yeah, so we just wanted to say thanks for listening this week and watching. If you did, remember to tune in next week for A Black Mile to the Surface by Manchester Orchestra. Once again, if you wanted to keep up the show or share your thoughts about this week's episode, check out these socials. We are on Twitter at List Up Podcast and Instagram and TikTok at Listen Up Pod. Uh, those accounts as well as our personal handles and the merch links. Uh, yeah, that's it. Are going to be in the description of wherever you found this episode. And finally, if you enjoyed this episode, if you could throw a rating or review on your respective platform, that'd be fantastic. Uh, YouTube, like, subscribe, uh, notification bell, and share it if you'd like to. Um, other than that, for now, we'll catch you next week. And remember to listen up.